Bob Neat, he withered away at getting rid of him. He wanted to get rid of the band. He wanted to get rid of anyone. He was pre-Parker. And that's horrible because that's where Elvis Presley started and you don't disrespect where you come from. It says here that the colonel blame, deserves blame in these two basic areas. So, one... In the 68 special, he really wanted Elvis to do Christmas songs. And I'm so glad Elvis fought on this. He did gospel music and he did If I Can Dream. And honestly, those songs are amazing. And I'm so glad he fought, him, fought against it. Um, and the only reason why Elvis, uh, Colin O'Parker signed off for him doing a Las Vegas contract was because that El he thought that Elvis's amazing performance was because of the it was a fluke it was honestly a fluke and that's horrible horrible to say that about someone you're producing you're supposed to believe in them and Elvis has so much talent just because he's not making those terrible movies Ugh. and then it says here that from the RCA royalties that Colonel Parker made $6.000,000 from a deal and that Elvis made $1.5,000,000. And this is stupid. This is absolutely stupid and I it makes me so mad. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just getting so mad right now. And there's... Something I want to tell you from a story. Oh, it says here that Elvis fires the colonel in 1973. And there's a picture of Elvis and he looks so exhausted. And he's next to Colonel Parker. But he really doesn't care. And there's a thing from Larry Geller. Oh, I think it's Larry Geller. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> Larry. Um, yeah, it is Larry Geller. That makes me mad. And honestly, people describe their relationship as an unmarried couple. And I think the reason why Elvis stayed with him was due to loyalty. And, you know, again, he grew up in that environment of respecting your authorities. But Elvis was older then. And honestly, I feel like he should have just kept sacked in there because this was right before he was starting to get sick. Um, this makes me really just angry this story like he obviously didn't listen to his the doctor's advice like colonel wasn't taking them seriously and that is part of a manager's duties to make sure their client is healthy and happy and well and he wasn't he really wasn't and he you can tell in his later conversations that he was sick and so here's a story from larry geller and it's really not that surprising so it says one of elvis's last 1970 tours so this was the year he died we were in louisville kentucky and elvis was physically ill and was going through so much emotionally this one night in particular he was nauseous and feverish and he felt terrible the next day when i got back to elvis's suite i walk in and surprisingly colonel parker is there the first time i ever saw him come to elvis's room i say hi colonel he says where is he i explain that he He's with Dr. Nick 
and I say, let me tell Elvis you're here. The colonel brushes past me saying, no, I'm going right in and he opens the door. It pains me to even tell you this, but what I saw was Dr. Nick kneeling at Elvis's bed. Elvis is comatose and groaning, and Dr. Nick is dunking Elvis's head into a bucket of ice water to revive him. It was a pathetic sight. The door closes, and my first thought was, this is probably good, since finally Colonel Parker is going to find out what the hell is going on. The old man is going to see Elvis in this terrible shape, semi-conscious, and stop the Elvis Sorry, and stop the awful tour. A minute later, the door opens. Colonel Parker walks up to me and I stand up. We stand toe to toe and he looks me in the eyes and he says, Now you listen to me. The only thing that is important is that the man is on stage tonight. Do you hear me? Nothing else matters. Ugh, nothing else matters? His health matters, you stupid... See, this is why I don't like him. Like, your client is... And he died this year. He died that year. If he was like, right, you're not going on, you're not well, I truly believe this would have saved him. And then Larry goes on to say, and then I heard Elvis shout, Lawrence, are you there? Why the hell did you let that bastard in here? I explained that he walked right past me and then Elvis ranted for an hour about Colonel Parker. He just used every word in the book and says, that, that's big fat I'm going to get rid of his fat ass daddy wants to get rid of him he's hated him for years I can't stand him he's lost touch with the show business years he's just using me and I want Tom Hollett to be my manager after the tour in September that is it he talked about who he was going to fire and how he was going to change things for good it never happened and obviously Elvis died in August, so that's very heartbreaking. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a picture with Vernon after Elvis's death with Parker, and he does not look happy, and he looks very annoyed. Oh, there's an interview here. It says, even in 1993, Colonel says, I don't think I exploited Elvis as much as he's being exploited today. What do you mean? He would have been alive if it wasn't for you, you idiot. I really don't like him. Yeah, well, I'm going to leave it there because this is just making me so angry. Um, but it is making me excited to see the biopic. Um, I think it'll be good. But yeah, I don't like him. And this just makes me so mad. I mean, he did okay in the early 50s. I'll give him props for that. But he did lose touch in how to do stuff. And also, and again, like I said, I'll give him props for how he handled Elvis's popularity when he was in Germany. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. 
I'll see you next week. Bye.